Hello and welcome to Hacked Off. In today's episode, we're going to start a new mini-series. We're going to call this Lockdown because, of course, like many companies, we have all moved to work from home. Because of the coronavirus, because of recent events, uh, we're all working from home, we're all in lockdown. So I figured I would spend a couple of episodes just talking about some of the specifics, how things have changed for organizations, what their risk exposure is like now that they may have a work from home workforce. Also how it's impacted things like security testing. Can we still do infrastructure testing for the internal corporate network? Yes, we can because VPNs exist, but how do they alter the way that security testing is done? How do they impact? What are the technical differences? And are there any better ways of doing it than simply pushing all of your testing data over a VPN? There are, of course, but we'll get to that in a second. In the last episode, we did cover the coronavirus in the context of phishing engagements. So if you're curious about things like uh, how attackers are using the coronavirus as a pretext for phishing, things like the ethics of security testers doing the same, and uh, anything really around kind of um, the change now that the coronavirus is, is a big thing, it's big news, it's impacting a lot of people. Covered that last time. This time, now that we're in lockdown, we're talking about how testing has changed. So essentially, what have I been up to this week? Because I have been doing a penetration test this week with one of our customers, looking at their internal corporate network. That is, of course, still possible. You may hear some audio differences in this podcast episode in comparison to previous episodes. Uh, Apologies if you do and you don't like it. Of course, I'm not recording in our fancy podcast studio in the office. I'm recording from the back bedroom of my house where I've been for over a week. I've got an audio interface balanced on a chair because the cable that I've brought with me isn't long enough to reach the desk. But uh, yeah, we're making the most of it. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Hopefully the audio quality hasn't dropped too much. If it has, uh, I'll improve it as we go along. We'll do our best. But yeah, apologies for any audio differences. But in terms of security testing, what are the differences there? Well, one of the things that is different immediately and obviously is... Staff are now working from home, and it really depends on how you have achieved that as a business as to what the difference is. Um, what What's the, the good solution could be, uh, you already have a VPN set up, that VPN has sufficient capacity and is hardened appropriately. You've sent everybody home, but really there's no big difference from your corporate network side of things. That's a good scenario. Um, not all of our customers are in that particular boat. Uh, working with one customer who um, their staff worked on desktops. So sending them home, uh, there were some complications there. They decided to try the bring your own device thing. And there's obviously some complications around that. Suddenly deploying a bring your own device policy. What devices are people using? How do we ensure that they're appropriately secured? How are they connecting? What's their uh, network connection like at home? Is it is it Wi-Fi? Is the Wi-Fi secure? Those kinds of things. So there is some differences. Uh, whilst I was uh, writing some notes for this podcast, I, I did in fact, uh, I did in fact look back at previous episodes and, and things that we've co- covered previously that that are relevant here. Um, and of course, wireless is relevant. We did an episode recently about wireless, and I can't remember if I mentioned it, but um, from my home office, from the back bedroom of my house, if I stick my little omnidirectional antenna on the windowsill, um, I can in fact see a web network. Um, WEP, so-called wired equivalent privacy, although it's a completely broken protocol, which has been known insecure for years now, um, 
Yep, I can see one of those from my house. That's terrifying. Somebody is using web. So yeah, how are your employees connecting? Um, I guess statistically that they're, they're more than likely to just be using their normal home Wi-Fi, which is probably protected with a pre-shared key. It's probably not ideal. We talked about that in that wireless episode. Maybe they're using um, bring your own devices now. They're using that their own device. Um, maybe that device was previously compromised. If they're working and doing personal things on, on the same device, there's risks around phishing that we, we covered previously. But yeah, there's, there's things to consider. Would it be feasible for me uh, in my little home office to compromise one of those wireless networks and use that access to that network to then move to compromise the device and gain access to a corporate network? There's these additional paths, these additional kind of points of entry that a lot of organizations haven't had previously. So how can we deliver security testing to assess these risks, to work out where the problems are, and of course, to minimize the risk exposure for companies? Well, we could do something very simple, probably not complete, but we'll start with the easy stuff first, and that would be a, a VPN assessment. So how have you got your VPN set up? You know, um, how are users authenticating? The easy things that hopefully you've already considered, multi-factor authentication on all perimeter devices, so staff members shouldn't just be logging in with their domain username and password. Yes, even if you have a lockout policy for password brute forcing, that's still insufficient in our experience. You should be using multi-factor authentication for those things. But we can take a look at VPNs. We can check to see if they are patched, if there are known vulnerabilities, if users are using weak credentials, those kinds of things. So it's an easy assessment. Maybe you would... Uh, prefer, you know, if you're using a, a BYOD kind of uh, assessment to think, no, you know what, we'll presume compromise. We'll say, uh, whatever device is compromised, we'll just give the penetration tester credentials, let them log in and see how far they can get from a low privilege uh, user account, a normal staff member's user account, to see if they can escalate privileges and perform internal network testing. Uh, this is a little bit different doing that than if you were on site. Of course, the traditional way of doing these kinds of um, internal corporate network assessments would be to go to the office on site, plug into uh, a network port and, and assess the, the network internally. That would allow you to cover things like compromised devices through phishing, things like uh, malicious staff members, rogue devices, uh, physical access risk to the office if someone just comes in and plugs in. If you don't have network access control, those kinds of things. Um, but now that we're working from home, things are a little bit different. Are there technical differences between testing over a VPN and just plugging in into the internal network? I think a lot of people who work with VPNs think, well, they're just the same, right? It's just a, a tunnel that connects you to the internal network. Um, no, there are differences. So so one of the kind of go-to vulnerabilities that I like to, to pull out as a demonstration of um, very often how easy it is to uh, compromise corporate devices would be something like link local multicast name resolution spoofing. So LLMNR spoofing, it's hard to say, but link local multicast name resolution spoofing is a really, really common vulnerability because LLMNR is enabled by default on um, Windows devices. And uh, if you pair it with SMB signing being disabled, which is also disabled by default on Windows devices other than the domain controller, um, you can get some really serious risk there. Uh, LLMNR spoofing can be used for um, capturing hashes, so you can crack credentials, gain access to user accounts. It can be combined with SMB signing uh, to perform a, essentially a SMB relay attack and, and get code execution on devices. Really big vulnerability, really good go-to vulnerability for an internal corporate network. But of course on the VPN, 
you don't get that multicast traffic. You, you're not able to perform that attack. Doesn't mean the internal network's not vulnerable, and it doesn't mean that you couldn't um, compromise an internal host and then perform the LLMNR attack internally, but it's just a difference. Testing over a VPN isn't always the same. Can we send UDP traffic over your VPN? Uh, are we going to miss things? Uh, even just simple things like um, SNMP, are we going to miss those things because we can't see it from where we are? And is there an additional hurdle of having to compromise an internal device first to give us that perspective? There the probably is. So um, how can we get over those, those challenges? Um, well, one of the ways that, that we do it here is we have a, a solution called Virtual On-Site Tester, where we can deploy a point of presence to the internal network, uh, and we can test from that. So if what you're looking for is a full, find as many vulnerabilities as you can, demonstrate as much risk as you can on the internal corporate network, our VOT solution allows us to do that. So, so it is possible. It is a thing that, that we should be doing. And the reason that I wanted to take a podcast and highlight this is I'm talking to some companies. I think they think that... Um, because everybody's been sent home, we, we can't do traditional on-site testing anymore, and, and we absolutely can. I think some companies may have just um, felt compelled to accept the risk of we can't do this kind of pen testing anymore, we're going to have to do something different. We're going to have to focus on the perimeter and, and, and maybe miss out on these these risks. Well, that's not the case. We, we can do this testing. We can do it in a variety of ways. Um, even, even silly things like, um, you know, uh, wireless. Wireless is still a risk. Unless you turned your access points off when the last member of staff left the office, then your wireless is still on and, and people in the area could still connect to that. And even though there's possibly nobody in your internal um, office, there's still a Wi-Fi network there. So if you haven't turned it off, then there's a risk. Could we assess those remotely? Well, there's some challenges. We could do things like um, configuration reviews. We could take a look at your wireless controllers and see if they're set up appropriately. But the reason that, that I brought wireless up uh, a couple of times so far is um, I've been doing an internal corporate test this week and it's gone really well from my point of view, not so well from the customer's point of view. But one of the things from that was um, I was able to compromise the VPN. There was a vulnerability there that allowed me to access that VPN, even though I shouldn't have been able to as an unauthenticated user, is able to, to break the VPN, get access to the DMZ, the demilitarized zone that allows us um, some restriction over user traffic, compromised the device in the DMZ, found some password reuse to the corporate network and was able to propagate over to the corporate network. Whilst I was there, of course, the customer is very concerned about these risks. Uh, one of the things I was able to do was pull the wireless key out of a compromised device. I mentioned this on the wireless podcast. Um, some of the risks of things like pre-shared keys uh, is the fact that we can brute force them, we can pull them out of compromised devices. Uh, managing those networks, revoking access, um, it's not ideal. So yeah, there's some risks there, but um, if you're thinking we can't do internal corporate network uh, tests because we're remote, we can. We can do internal corporate network penetration testing, we can do internal web application penetration testing, we can do uh, build reviews of corporate devices, all of these things can still go ahead. Yeah, it's a little bit less convenient for the tester, but with solutions like Virtual Insight Tester, it's it's more than possible. So um, you should still be covering those. And if you take a look at your, your company's um, penetration testing policy, security testing policy, it's very, very frequent that companies have a policy in there that says something like penetration testing should be uh, performed on a scheduled basis, usually annually, and also on any major change. Um, if sending all of your staff to work from home is not considered a major change, then I don't know what is. So there's definitely some risks that, that should be considered there. Um, and yeah, pen testing is an ideal solution for those. So I, I just wanted to point that out on the podcast. 
Um, have I missed anything? Have I, have I missed anything? Is there any kind of risk that you think uh, we should be talking about now that everyone's working from home that we haven't covered? We've talked about internal networks, we've talked about VPNs, we've talked about phishing. What have we left out? Let us know over social media. Maybe we'll pick it up in the next episode. Uh, and I'd be really interested to know in, in what are the big challenges that, that you've overcome? I've seen a couple of companies um, struggling, certainly with suddenly having to go BYOD. And I've seen at least one company struggling with uh, VPN capacity because they went from having a small number of people working from home to everybody working from home. So what challenges have you been facing? Let us know over social media. You can tweet us at Sakama and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.